0: Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motors Studio, here's Steve Jones. Sunbury Motors, four straight in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hubble's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai, great pre owned inventory, fabulous sales staff, plenty of deals to be had. And a fabulous service department to take care of the life of the vehicle. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kierrooots 11 and 15 in Hummels Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. Time now for our play-by-play call of the day, the 19th no-hitter in White Sox history. Nothing and two. And the pitch to Gonzalez. Line shot into right coming at his angle. He's got the ball. And this one's over. And Lucas Giolito has thrown a no-hitter here at Guaranteed Rate Field. August 25th of 2020, Lucas Giolito no-hits the Pirates. The Pirates are playing again today just as a, a footnote. And not only uh, do they have hits, they have scored, albeit down 8-2. to two. The White Sox in the 7th inning have 8 runs, 9 hits, no errors. The Pirates 2 runs, 4 hits, and no errors. Jacob Stallings, former State College Spike, knocked in Brian Reynolds and Cole Tucker to put the Pirates on the board. Jimenez is homered. Encarnacion is homered. Mendix homered. And the White Sox, who are 18-12, and and only a game in that back of the Twins in the Central doing pretty well by the way at 18 and 12 you know what that means they are halfway through the season is it bad when the graph on win probability is at 100% and the first pitch hasn't been thrown yet I'm just asking okay the um, we'll see what the Celtics and Raptors want to do have you seen this story? Former Washington employee says lewd video of cheerleaders made for owner Daniel Snyder.
1: I did, and of course, considering the report a few weeks ago, not all that surprising, but sad to see.
0: Brad Baker, who previously worked for former senior vice president and lead broadcaster Larry Michael, told The Post in an interview that Michael told members of his staff to make the video for Snyder. Michael denied the allegations when reached by The Post. Larry said something to the effect of, we have a special project that we need to get done for the owner today. He needs us to get the good bits of the -the behind-the-scenes video from the cheerleader shoot onto a DVD for him. Snyder said he was unaware of any allegations, denied knowledge of the 10-year-old videos. I did not request their creation. I never saw them. One of the men Baker said was involved with the video was Tim Delaney, disputed the claim as well. He said, I never asked to create outtake videos, and I have no knowledge of anyone creating one or even being asked to create one, Delaney said. He was then the vice president of production, now vice president of broadcast and digital content for the Arizona Cardinals. I certainly would have remembered that conversation had it happened. So there you go. And Snyder said, quote, I want to unequivocally state that this never happened.
1: We got some more breaking news, Steve, from the NBA in regards to um, the Bucks and the Magic. Yeah. Well, of course, we were talking about what the Raptors and Celtics might do, more the Raptors. Well, The Milwaukee Bucks still haven't come out to the court for Game 5 with the Magic, according to Woj. And there's been some discussion within the Bucks about a boycott. Sources telling him NBA officials have gone into the Milwaukee locker room and they are still outside the locker room but haven't gone inside. But the Magic have been... And now the Orlando Magic have left the court with 3.56 left until game time.
2: Mm.
0: Well, remember, I want to say Kenosha is... About halfway between Milwaukee and Chicago?
1: Correct. Right on Lake Michigan there.
0: I've been through it once. Been through it one time. I, I was driving from Chicago up to Green Bay. I mean, because I've been to Milwaukee several times, but we flew in. But actually, driving, I actually drove through Kenosha a few years ago on I mean, my way from Chicago up to uh, Green Bay. looked like a nice town, but I mean that was a long time ago too. You would have thought, instead of Toronto and Boston, I mean, my first thought was if anybody was going to boycott, be Milwaukee because of the proximity.
1: And Chris Maddox also saying, Steve, that the Celtics and Raptors are still in discussions of boycotting their game tomorrow, and thinks this could yeah. be a domino effect. What's happening right now between the Magic and the Bucks?
0: right well yeah yeah I'm right Kenosha is about halfway between Chicago and yes I was right I just looked it up it's about halfway between Chicago and Milwaukee it's right near Racine hmm Well, we'll see how that plays out. Um, See how it plays out. That is a major story. I know Doc Rivers made a comment last night after the Clippers win. Yeah, that's why when I said Toronto, and I know Toronto, when they got to Orlando in the bubble, they're the ones that rode on the bus that said Black Lives Matter into the bubble. Dick in Milton on COVID testing. Hello, Dick. How are you today?
2: I'm fine, Steve. I wanted to run this by you on my way home from Bucknell today. I was listening to Dan Patrick on, and he got—he was talking about the Oklahoma Sooner football team, kind of like Penn State. They went through their practices. There was no positive cases every time they tested them, and now they have numerous cases because he said the guys down there said what's happening is because now the students are on campus, not just the football players, and they're interacting with these students, and and that's probably going to happen a lot of places because students, you know, they're just not going to stick to just their normal eighty. 80, 100 people in the football team. They're going to start hanging around with other people, and there's a better chance that they're going to contract the, the coronaviruses. That's what's happening at their school right now. And, and he said their biggest fear is that somebody will, will get this disease and they will not. And they know it. They've been around people that have it. They'll come back to practice and they won't tell anybody they're around somebody like that. They they, they prefer that if they are that that happens, they don't. They just call them and say, tell them what happened. They don't. We don't want to around the team for a while. That's the biggest fear because it, they said he was saying the coaches would even say you won't lose your scholarship, but what will happen is we don't want you to come back and infect the kids Then not tell us. I mean, well, I know, are, they're, they're college
0: kids. Yeah, I, I understand that, and that's, that's a really good point. Now, part of the Oklahoma deal was that the, the players were sent home at one point and then came back. When they came back, they had nine positive tests. Now, that I do know. Uh, I know the Penn State testing, for example, was conducted the 17th through the 21st. There were a lot of students on campus already when that that took place because they were moving in. I mean, as somebody who's here, they were moving in left and right, and they had one positive case. It's it's going to be a case of athletes. Now, athletes are a cross section like anybody else, except for the most part, not completely. Right? There are obviously exceptions, but for the most part. Athletes are pretty disciplined. And that's what really bothered James Franklin about what happened with the Big Ten, was that his his athletes were doing what they were supposed to do and following all the guidelines. That's why the numbers have been so good. And something tells me Oklahoma, they probably have the same kind of players, same kind of athletes, and they're also you know, hoping that along the way that they get similar numbers. You're right. There's no question. Introducing more people in, and Ohio State, for example, just suspended 200 people for a party? Now, Notre Dame stopped practice for a period of time more positive, positives, and they're back practicing. North Carolina stopped practices for a period of time, but they're back practicing because they had uh, larger numbers on campus. So I think your point is well taken.
2: You, you know, realistically, uh, they're not priests; they're nuns. They're not living in a convent. They're 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 going to interact mm-hmm. with kids that are just not athletes in a sense. And and worst, best case scenario, nothing happens. Worst case scenario, it, it's worse. It gets worse. Better than you know than it, than it stays like it is now. I mean, yeah, that's so my, far that's my, that's my point. Because you only have yeah. to have one or two kids get infected. to infect everybody, a, a bunch of other kids. and
0: that's... Well, that that's what everybody's looking to see as to what happens here. Now, today, there were two new ones, and there's still no one in the hospital here. But the semester's still young, and that's why everybody's waiting to see what happens and how it plays out. But that's why I've always said that you needed to keep crossing these thresholds to see what you could do. And that's what I kept waiting to see. And my... Issue with the decision by the Big Ten was you still hadn't crossed all the thresholds yet. If you do and there's a problem, then you stop. Right. Simple as that. Uh, well, the other thing they, that kind
2: of di- about that is that kind of like because a lot of conferences haven't made up their mind about winter sports yet. So, I so I guess I guess my point being is if they see that the football kids are playing, take them for example, and they came back really really good, and all of a sudden they have some outbreaks, it might it might have an impact on what they decide to do with winter sports.
0: I Yeah, I've said that as well. I think one of the keys to what they're – that's why I mentioned the October 14th date as a tweak date for basketball. They want to make a decision on September 16th when to start. But that October 14th date is in there for a reason. And it's also two and a half weeks after the SEC starts playing football – Now, ACC teams are starting September 12th. Some Big 12 teams are starting September 12th. At that point, on the football side of it, they're going to have a better read as to how it's playing out, and they're also going to have a better read as to how it's playing out on campuses. That's why I mentioned that October 14th tweak date, because that will be the one where, after making a decision on September 16th, do we have to make an adjustment based on what's happened in football so far in these power conferences?
2: So what happened in the ACC with, with North Carolina and the newly designated North Notre Dame? What happened with those team, football teams and, and playing their schedule? Did North Carolina and North, Notre Dame, did, are they still in school or not in school? The students? Uh,
0: they're doing it virtually, and the football teams are both back practicing.
2: But there's not that many students on campus then?
0: Oh, there are students on oh, campus. I mean, I mean oh, oh, Dick, you can have students all over. You know how many students I had when students left for spring break here, right? And of course, right. couldn't, come, couldn't come back. So one day, for the heck of it, you know, I, I'm on a I'm on a Zoom call with them. So I said, "Hey, tell me what it's like being away from campus, and uh, how have you guys been handling being at home?" That's all I asked. You know how many kids were still here in town? I was like, a, large,
2: you know, a large percentage, I'm sure.
0: More than more than I thought. Now they had apartments here in town. Right. And a lot of these places are not just on campus. I mean, they get to keep their on campus apartment. Right, that's theirs. And the same thing with a lot of off campus apartments. I mean, they came here, a lot of them are not going back. And that's so they may be not having in person classes at Notre Dame or North Carolina right now. But that doesn't mean the students still aren't there, because they are.
2: So they're not interacting on campus, but they're interacting somewhere else for the most part, then. I guess is the worst-case scenario. Yeah.
0: yeah, socially.
2: Yeah. yeah
0: socially. That's, I guess that's,
2: I, there's you know, more chance you're going to contract some kind of a whatever that, or, or if you're just out socially doing stuff, too. Because I'm sure a lot of them aren't. Maintaining their social distance and their mask and all that kind of stuff. Well, I'm just you know
0: guessing that. I, mean, I, I talk. I talk my class in person on Monday, and every person's social distance and every person in the class had a mask. Now that's what I thought found yeah. to be an encouraging sign. Now I can only judge that on my small group. Right. right. That's only my. That's only my small group. Uh, but uh,
2: well, I saw videos su- of the freshmen, fr- the freshmen obviously their their first couple weeks on campus and they're partying oh. at Penn State because it was on our television and, last night.
0: And Doctor Barron was furious about it. One fraternity, one fraternity here also got in trouble. Same thing. One fraternity here got in trouble because of a party that they threw. I mean, th- I mean, you never know what, what's going what's going to cause something. You just don't know. There was a wedding in Maine, and Maine's been doing really yeah. well. And there was a wedding in Maine in a small town, and it turned out, for whatever reason, an outbreak came out of the wedding. And then there's been a bunch of other weddings when there's all a whole bunch of people all over the place, and nobody got a thing. It's just so random. <sighs>
2: Bring that up today because because we you know we talked about yesterday you you talked yeah. about the Penn State how well they were doing and then all of a sudden Oklahoma was doing just as obviously as well or as close to as well as Penn State and and all of a sudden they're not so I guess that was my only point about that so well,
0: Oklahoma is a little different Oklahoma actually when they got back the story about them getting more positives is actually two weeks old uh, because oh, really? when they got back when they got back to work they had nine. So they had to make some adjustments as to what they were doing. Uh, other than that, they've been, you know, for the most part, these schools have all, nobody has shut down. How about that? Since since making the decision to go forward, Notre Dame paused, North Carolina paused, and a small well, a small college paused. I'm trying to think who that was that paused. But that's been it. But North Carolina and Notre Dame both went back. And again, if the students are going Let's take North Carolina and Notre Dame. If the classes are virtual, believe it or not, Dick, that's actually better off for the players. They can just stick to the football part, stick to the football building, stick to the testing, and on Zoom they can take their classes, and you know they don't have to interact. Right. So I, you know, all right. All.
2: That takes up my time today. I just wanted to comment uh, on going because no. it was kind of interesting that that was brought up on, by, on that Dan Patrick show today. When, and I, you were talking about it yesterday. All right, thanks, yeah. Steve.
0: Hey, by the way, the Bucks and the Magic will not play. Uh, the Bucks have made the decision; they are boycotting the game. So, the Bucks and the Orlando Magic will not play today. Now, what the others do remains to be seen. But the Bucks felt, especially Kenosha being so close, that they wanted to make a statement. Their statement is they will boycott and not play. And this is over the Jacob Blake shooting in Kenosha. The Magic were taking pregame shots while well, the Bucks' half of the court was empty. Magic left the court, as Matt said, with 3.56 until the scheduled tip. Top executives were outside the Bucks' locker room but haven't gone inside, according to a source from ESPN. But it looks like that um, now NBA officials have now gone into the locker room, and I think what they're being told is, we are not playing. Now, whether the Raptors... And Celtics' play remains to be seen. The next game up would be Oklahoma City-Houston. Maybe they boycott. Portland and the Lakers play the 9 o'clock game. Maybe they'll boycott.
1: Still no word yet as if this is going to go down as a forfeit or not for the Bucks. Because that's the big question right now from the basketball yeah, standpoint.
0: Yeah, you know what? Uh, the NBA can't do that. They can't they can't do the I mean. Can they can they put it down as a forfeit? Of course they can. Absolutely they can. But the optics of it for from the NBA point of view, from the league point of view, Matt would be bad. Right? It would be bad. Agreed. I mean, so there's I I don't think that becomes even a consideration because they're trying to keep not just playing, but labor peace too. And I don't think Orlando wants to win that way. At least I wouldn't want to win that way. Now, <clears throat> you know who. <laughs> <laughs> it's a win. Everybody, we're down 3 2. All right. <laughs> we'll come back with more in a moment on News Radio 1070 WKOK brought to you by Sunbury Motors. Taking your calls at 800 795 9565 This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motors Studio, here's Steve Jones. All right, we'll update those Oklahoma numbers in a moment because it, you know what Dick talked about is right, but what I talked about is right. So we'll explain why both are right. Uh, today's show brought to you by Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Kia. Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai, great new inventory. Maybe the budget or maybe the preference is to get a pre-owned vehicle. They have a fabulous section of pre-owned vehicles, and they go over it with a fine-tooth comb. Terrific sales staff that works with you and a service department that backs up that purchase. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia, Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. All right. So here's the Oklahoma situation. Right now they do list, quote, at 1.17 active cases. But, as I mentioned, nine were from the, when they came back. Those nine are now being allowed to practice again. Uh, the, of the other eight, two are close to being back, and six are being held out. So that's what they're doing. Uh, the hardest hit area for Oklahoma is the safety position. Meanwhile, the basketball teams had none, zero. They haven't had one since they came back. And they're the only Oklahoma program without a positive test. They call these cases. Sorry, you're, you're not, a, you're not, you don't feel sick, you're not a case. Uh, without a, a uh, positive test since athletes reported to campus. So Oklahoma basketball's done well. So right now, 17, nine of them are back, two are close to being back for Oklahoma, and six. Ended up being in the latest. So that's what it is. Texas, Texas actually works like a 21, but they're continuing to practice. So, like Dick said, they've had some. Like I said, the number is it's smaller than people realize. And it turns out the number, the transition. Because the nine have gone through the two weeks. They're now allowed back, so that cuts the number down. All right. And the Bucks and Orlando not playing. Matt's demanding a forfeit. It's one of the reasons he's not commissioner.
1: <laughs> no, I'm not demanding a forfeit.
0: If it was against the Yankees, you would. Ooh, <laughs> the Islanders scored.
1: Yeah, it's three-one.
0: Yeah. John Gabriel Pajot.
1: Yeah, I didn't expect yeah. him to go away quietly.
0: No, it's actually Andrews Lee who scored. So three to one. Coming back, putting a lot of heat on your guy. Lots of heat. So it's. Uh, Three to one, Flyers. Three twenty-four to go in the second period. Tampa Bay, Boston at eight. Colorado, Dallas at ten thirty. Lightning and Bruins tied at one. Stars lead the Avs two games to none. NBA. Orlando and Milwaukee are not going to play today. The Bucks are up three games to one. Suit is demanding a forfeit. You know, once he makes up his mind. Oklahoma City, Houston scheduled at six thirty. Portland and the Lakers scheduled at nine. We'll see if they're played or not. But they will boycott. Bucks never went on the court, by the way. And the referees have since exited. Meanwhile the suit was over at Caesars and they poured a lot of cash into Orlando, I guess, and it's, you know, demanding a forfeit. It's just it's the way he is. It's kinda of sad, don't you think? But that's where that's where it is. That's what they've decided to do. And they walked off the floor, or in fact, they didn't walk off the floor. Orlando left the floor. The um, um, the Bucks never walked out, never came out. And as for the Celtics and the Raptors, they have made up their mind about game one tomorrow. So there is uh, the story on that for today. We're going to get to the what the Big Ten's thinking about doing and They evidently um, are talking about starting like the first week of January. More and more uh, word is coming out as to what they would like to do, and they may want to start right around January seven, eight staggered i think the 7th of wednesday i think and that is uh And the Big Ten, by the way, let's get to that, is talking about neutral site games, 7th and 8th, staggering the games, domes, Lucas Oil Stadium, Indianapolis, Ford Field, Detroit, U.S. Bank Stadium, Minneapolis, Edward Jones Dome. I think they've changed the name of that since in St. Louis. Maybe the Carrier Dome in St. Louis. Maybe Miller Park in Milwaukee. Maybe the UNI Dome where Northern Iowa plays. You do have some options. And it would be an eight-game schedule. It would be one bye week. It's interesting Then in the uh, Big Ten Championship game, they're proposing to play the thing in the Rose Bowl. And then maybe have a second game in the Rose Bowl between the Pac-12 champion and the Big Ten champion if the Pac-12 has a concurrent schedule. That would be interesting. They'd also like to wrap it up by the second week of March. Now, that makes sense. That part makes sense. If you wrap it up the second week of March, it aligns with what I talked about and the goal being um, of playing a full 12-game regular season schedule on time in the fall of 2021. I think that's really important. I know what you think, Matt, but I think that's really important. You know, do what you can for the winner. and believe it or not, there may be because of the January start, there may be more players playing than you think. There's a lot of people making assumptions that, well, he's not going to play. He's not going to play. He's not. No, uh, you. I think people have. Uh, here's a problem for a player that is not a first-round pick could be a second-day pick. But here's the issue that they have as to why they might play. And I don't mean people that are thought to be first-round picks. But here's the reason they may play. During the course of the fall, say the Big 12, the SEC, and the ACC pull their seasons off, as does the American and the Sun Belt. That's a lot of video that scouts have, and they don't have updated video on you. So for everybody that's making the assumption, oh, I know there's not going to be as many players playing, they're all going to go to the draft. Uh, No, guess what? Here's your worry if you're a player. Say you're somebody that can be draftable. By not playing in the fall, are you getting passed out? Now, there's an injury risk, but there's also an injury risk for those who are playing in the fall. Now, your injury risk is closer to the draft. That becomes, yes, a problem. There's no getting around it. But you might, might find more players playing than you realize because there are several looking around saying, uh, they thought of me as a second or third round pick before. Now they played the season. Now they're telling me that I might be a free agent or a, a mid to late third day pick. Really? Because you haven't played in a year. That's an issue. And that's something that a lot of people, I don't think, have brought into consideration. It's been too easy. And that's, that's usually where the conversations come down on, on shows. I mean, you, you go with the easy solution all the time. Yeah, yeah, let's do the easy thing for the next three hours. But you have to think your way through it. You have a lot of individuals putting tape down. And I'll give you a great example. One year ago today was Joe Burrow the first overall pick in the draft. One year ago today, was Joe Burrow a first-round pick? One year ago today, there are a lot of people who thought Joe Burrow was a third-round pick. And then he played. And he was spectacular. And he became the first overall pick in the draft. He's one of many examples of people who have played their way up, and there's examples of people playing their way down. But if you are a player... That is considered on your draft grade in December to be a third-day guy. I think you're playing. Even if you are a second-day guy, second, third round, and they're telling you maybe you're a third-round pick, you have to be concerned. Did I, am I getting, as you're watching these games, am I getting passed out by people because they're playing and I'm not? That's going to be a big question that players are going to have to answer about playing in January. Don't make the assumption. oh, they can't. they're all they're all going to the draft. No, they aren't all going to the draft. They're going to try to get drafted. ever been any of you ever been to a university combine? Something tells me most of you have not. You would not believe the number of players that are at the University Combine. And the vast majority, unfortunately, unfortunately, don't get picked. Most of them weren't invited to the Combine to begin with. Remember, there's a lot of guys that aren't going to get invited to the Combine. They know it, so they're going to play. They need to put some tape down. There might be more players playing than you realize, and my understanding is that Ohio State thinks they're going to have a lot of guys playing because they want to put tape down. Don't make the quick assumption on stuff. Don't do the easy talk show. Ah, oh, they all going to sit out. You don't know that. Everybody's circumstance is different. You got to think your way through these things. You got to think about circumstances. If you're sitting there and your draft grade. Like you thought your draft grade was going to be one thing. You may find out it's a different story because that group over there has been playing and their draft grade is is far more solid than yours which is a year old. All right, we'll come back with more in a moment here on News Radio 1070 WKLK brought to you by Sunbury Motors. So the Bucks and Magic game postponed. The Bucks have boycotted the game after the shooting in Kenosha. Oklahoma City and Houston looks like they're going to boycott their game. And now we're waiting to see what Portland and the Lakers are going to do.
1: And according to Chris Haynes, Lakers trailblazers are leading toward boycotting their game five tonight. There you go. So it looks like no basketball tonight.
0: Night of no NBA basketball. Meanwhile, on the ice, the Flyers lead the Islanders 3-1 into 2. Trying to even that series at 1. Bruins in Tampa Bay tonight at 8 series tied at 1 stars up 2 games to none they take on the Colorado Avalanche tonight at 10-30 Major League Baseball Garrett Cole has struck out 5 so far but he gave up a run yeah it's one nothing Atlanta top of the third the Yankees have done nothing so far nothing did that to make you feel better the White Sox have just defeated the Pirates 10-3. The Pirates, though, making progress. They not only got six hits today, six more than last night. They scored three times. Lost 10-2. Dallas Keuchel picked up the win in that one. Phillies getting underway on Eagle 107 at 6.05 tonight, 5.30. The airtime. they take on Washington this evening at Nationals Park. Aaron Nola Will be on the mound tonight. Two and two, three point one oh ERA. Patrick Corbin, two and two with a three point nine nine ERA on the mound. If you look at Nola's numbers though. Twenty nine hit in twenty nine innings. He's only given up nineteen hits. He's got forty strikeouts to seven walks. The only problem he's had so far is the five home runs he's given up. But you're those are phenomenal numbers. That is nearly a six to one strikeout to walk ratio. That's Ten fewer hits than innings pitched. That's phenomenal work by Nola so far. He and Zach Wheeler. That's a good one-two punch at the front. The problem is their bullpen is like everybody else's bullpen. And you you know what's really funny about that? Analytics. What does analytics emphasize? Bullpens. And nobody has one. Again, it's really hard to play the game the way analytics want you to if you don't have the personnel to do it. All right. But there's no basketball no NBA basketball tonight. They are boycotting over the shooting at Kenosha. Yeah, I can't I cannot picture the Lakers and Portland playing. But the Bucks boycotted the game. Orlando says they will not request a forfeit. Oklahoma City and Houston are going to boycott. And in all likelihood, the Lakers and Portland will as well. It'll be left up to Ernie Johnson to explain all this tonight on TNT.
1: NBA expected to release a statement soon, from what I'm seeing here on Twitter.
0: Okay, well, here's, here's the statement. Uh, we're not going to play. <laughs> and here's the reason why. And the Raptors and Celtics are talking about boycotting as well. Now, they're the ones that actually started this. I thought Milwaukee would start it because of the proximity to Kenosha. And the NBA, as you mentioned, is going to have a statement on all of this coming up. I mean, this again, this, this is where not having the suit as the magic general manager very important because he'd be screaming forfeit right now you know that you know I'm right (laughs) you know you you know how he operates that's true shickle playing Milton and if Milton is 30 seconds late coming out of the locker there's your forfeit neither one for the playoff points oh jeez You know how our guy operates.
1: In most cases, yes.
0: Most cases, yes. Uh, NCAA documents allege LSU coach basketball coach Will Wade helped make or arrange for impermissible payments to 11 people. <laughs> this guy is the Teflon guy. Everything that's happened, all the allegations, he's still there. They got him on tape on the phone, still there. <laughs> It's it's amazing. It is amazing. They wiretapped him. Talking to basketball middleman Christian Dawkins. Still there. (laughs) Something to be said for that.
1: One other report just coming down from Chris Mannix, Steve. It's now, he says the question... Oh, I just had it in front of me. Uh... Uh, there it is. Question is, no longer if players are prepared to boycott one game. That's happened. It's how many they will. There have been discussions among several teams, notably Toronto, about going home. Okay.
0: Well, the NBA would be between a rock and a hard place on this because they've they've cultivated a tremendous relationship between the commissioner's office and the players and the players association so in all likelihood they would support that by the players now I'm sure that Adam Silver would like to have a conversation with Chris Paul about this to see and maybe to work it out, but...